Now it's time for Prizes Inside. Hey, everybody. Hello. And welcome to the Prizes Inside podcast. Pit for short. I'm Billy. I'm Jeff. And we've got a whole... A whole holiday experience. It's a very merry Prizes Inside podcast episode. That The episode title, right there. Right. We, we've solved it. Yeah, that was easy. Yeah. Now that you've said it, it seems obvious. It does seem like a very, you know, like a yeah. holiday specially titled kind of... Oh, the holiday special is another good name. Oh, man. Whatever we don't do this time, we'll do next year for holiday seasonal episode. Uh, which is very much the theme for today. Just behind Billy there... To his uh, right is my Christmas tree, all lit up and decorated. You got um, presents under the tree. Yeah, and that's for the fam and everything. And definitely, shockingly, it's 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 already close. It's a week from Saturday. It does. Or, seem no, good. excuse me, a week from Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, we put together a collection of seasonally appropriate snacks and drinks and all kinds of goodies here. So it'll be a fun little episode. It's very warm and cozy, and makes yeah. you think of all the good fun times you have. At the end of the year. Yeah, it is a good time. And you're going to have to enjoy it while you can, because you don't know if that tree's going to be compatible with a cat. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I am getting a cat at Christmas. It's not a Christmas present, but one of the cats my parents have been basically fostering and taking in. Uh, I'm going to adopt and uh, bring her up here. She's not, uh, from my understanding, she's not really too chaotic or anything. So no. I think she'll probably not make much of a fuss about it. But we'll see. That's why we, we could probably try again, because they were borderline kittens when we did before. But I, when we first got our cats, we I thought it would be a nice surprise. I went and I got, a, got an artificial tree, and I put it. It wasn't a big one, just like a little mm-hmm. thing. I put ornaments on it. I thought it would be a fun little Christmas surprise. Destroyed. Torn down <laughs> ornaments everywhere. It was, a, it was a mess. Yeah. I mean, some cats are like, well, I have to climb this now. Mm-hmm. Some cats are like, I'm just going to bat at it for a little bit. So I'm just sort of like... I'm sleeping under this for the entire season. That's what my so, uh, my dad used to because he put like your dad sh- would sleep under the tree. Yeah, because oh. uh, we'd put a sheet under it like uh-huh. snow, and then my dad, you know, he would just crawl under there and curl up <laughs> under the level. Always uh, adorable. Yeah, but now our cat would just like you know, and then once yeah. they sit in it for a while, then it's there's like that little pocket where you That's can see their land, That's like their like, nest or whatever. Yeah, it's adorable. Yeah, should be a good time. I'm excited uh, for that. That'll be. Basically, yeah, right after Christmas, I'll, I'll head back up here, and I'm going to have a staycation for a week off of work, mm-hmm. get them acclimated and used to everything. That'd be good. Should be a good little relaxed week. Um, but that's that. This is now. Exactly. And now is about prices inside. Pit for short. Uh, let's see. Well, we, we, we did an episode last week. Yeah. And that's coming out this week, which is in the past when you hear this, so disregard what I just said. But... We'll probably, maybe, perhaps do another episode before the end of the year. Maybe not. So this might be the last episode of the year 2022. Yeah, but that's like a week. Yeah. We've, we've done longer breaks. But it is like our, the, the completion of our first year as a as a thing. Pretty close. Uh, and then we might have to do a New Year's episode. I don't know how we would theme that because there's not really New Year's foods. Alcohol-flavored things? So we just get drunk for New Year's episode. Um, <laughs> That'd be funny. Could be. It could be really sad. It really, when it comes to that, you know, there's a couple different what's, paths. What's comedy and tragedy? Name a more iconic Fine duo. line. Yeah, 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 true. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely be uh, hitting 2023, hopefully strong. We've definitely got plenty of stuff to still try out. In yeah. the kitchen there. So You know, I, I will say, I know it's not Thanksgiving. We've already done our Thanksgiving mm-hmm. episode. You should go and listen to it. It was very funny. Even though it wasn't really Thanksgiving themed. 
No, but they, we... I honestly... So, speaking of which, easy to find, you know, uh, Christmas or holiday-themed snacks, goodies, desserts, things like that. It was a struggle to find anything. I couldn't find anything that was, like, themed around Thanksgiving. Like, yeah. you know how some years there's been, like, here's some wacky potato chips that taste like turkey dinner, you know, yeah. something like that. It felt like there wasn't much of that this year. I don't know if that theming didn't sell well and people just gave up on it this yeah. year or what, but... I couldn't find any wacky, you know, like, you know, mashed potato flavored candy or, you know, weird stuff like that. So. Yeah, I guess in their defense, I've never sought it out. So it would not surprise yeah. me to learn that it wasn't a popular twist. I also think Thanksgiving has a much narrower scope yeah. of what flavors you associate with it. It's usually like turkey, stuffing, some desserts. Yeah. Like Christmas, you come out with a peppermint thing, color of green and red, and bam, right. you're good, you're gold. Well, Christmas really has. You know, obviously, Halloween is like the candy king of holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I really think, uh, if you, if you if you want to get more specific with it, Christmas is much more of like the holiday where a lot of different chocolates are options for different desserts. Like, yeah, I feel like you know, chocolate covered stuff really is something that is popular during the holiday season. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, but desserts are very like uh, a big part of of the Christmas. So to me. So you, like you say, Halloween is candy king, but it's it's not really unique candy king. Like you yeah, get yeah. Halloween looking things, but there's not really any Halloween themed flavors. It's just like all of the above. Yeah, but like to me, Easter is probably top for like holiday specific candy yeah. twists. Yeah, and then Christmas, and then Halloween. I I would I'm agree. Right. Like it's like a Venn diagram, but Halloween is like a circle for all of them. But I feel like I feel okay. I'll put it another way. I also feel like Christmas has like fancier candies or desserts as yeah. a lineup. Like, you know, you get like the the individually wrapped, what is that brand called? Like Lindor or Linder. Or yeah, yeah. Like the fancy chocolate, stuff like that. You don't get those for Halloween. You don't really get those for Easter. You get the chocolate bunny, but you don't get like the super fancy kind of... See, uh, Easter, of, I think, has... You know, gourmet you get, kind of thing. You get the more interesting jelly candies Yeah, Easter. You I get jelly beans and the different... Kind of more fruit-focused. Yeah. Yeah. Or cre- like white chocolate is probably mm-hmm. an Easter mm-hmm. thing. I love white chocolate. Yeah. Like In fact, I don't think you really get it on Halloween, which is kind of... Sometimes something. you do. Like, you get some of those, like, white chocolate, like, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, like ghost. Like, like a ghost yeah. thing. Yeah. That's about it. I guess Christmas... Peppermint and white chocolate. Yeah. Some of that sticks out for me so for some reason. But. A, a lot of times white chocolate will be used as like the snow. Like, again, another like coated take on a cookie or something will yeah. be the white chocolate is snow or whatever. At Easter, you can get just a whole white chocolate oh, mold yeah. bunny. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get that Not most sure. days of the year. All that said, though, yeah. we're here to try Christmas stuff. Yeah, we've got a, we've got a fun lineup of, a, let's see, four things. Yeah. Yes. And one of them, boy, one of them was was a hassle to find. It turned out that way, but we'll I don't know why. One. It's not. Yeah, it's we'll, not we'll, first. We'll, when we talk about it, we'll definitely have a story to tell about how. It'll be third. I actually have not a story, but an interesting fact when we get to that one as well. Oh, okay, cool. Because I had to buy milk. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm not sure where that's going, but well, exactly. That's that's an, it's just we'll get okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you know, we have a let's see on the lineup. We have a a, a drink to try. A salty and sweet snack, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a cookie, mm-hmm. and an ice cream. So it's kind of a nice mix of different dessert-themed things. Um, again, because really for Christmas, most, I think, Christmas-themed or holiday-themed snacks and treats you get are in that dessert, chocolatey realm. Yeah. 
uh, cookies. Cookies are a big part of Christmas. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas cookies, cookies are, that's... Oh, man. Sugar, you know, there's, there's the sugar cookie. There's yeah. the one with the frosting. There's, there's Gingerbread the, cookies. Oh, just a gamut of different kinds of sweets. Man, I'm so excited for... My mom always makes stuff, so, like, it'll yeah. be fun to you know what I, gorge when I, on stuff. When I was a kid, uh, in hindsight, it was literally just the sugar cookies that you buy at the store, like Pillsbury sugar cookie stuff, mm-hmm. and you cook them up. Those cookies just hit the perfect spot for me. I know they're real simple, not much to them. Sometimes simple is, yeah. is there's a sim- the simplicity that, that's that's beautiful. You know, like it really, all you need is sugar and yeah. dough. And, it's it's yeah. real hard to compete sometimes with just the thing that I liked when I was a kid. The worst is though, on the flip side, where you're like, oh, I haven't had this since I was a kid. And then you have it and you're like, oh no, this sucks now. It's rare. I feel like it's a very, it's harder for that to happen than it is to... Have something that you enjoy as much as you do. You know, the one that hit me like that was Trick Cereal. And the problem that I ran into as an adult is I feel like it's not sweet enough. Yeah, it's very there, but... Like, I I remember as a kid thinking, like, oh, man, this cereal, this is incredible. But now it's like, they all taste the same. They taste like cardboard. Yeah. If you're going to give me a sugary cereal, give me sugar. Give me me sweet. And Trick's, like... If I want something kind of like, because all their flavors are supposed to be like fruit flavored stuff, right? Yeah. If I want something like that, I kind of usually veer towards like Fruit Loops, mm. because Fruit Loops has a very distinct like fruit flavor taste. Like a lot of you know fruit based cereals have the same like you know when you, when you taste into cherry or blueberry or whatever, it's like always the same taste. But like I can think of Fruit Loops and know exactly how they taste in my head. Yeah. Man, I want some Fruit Loops now. We're not having Fruit Loops. Follow your nose. Uh, yeah, we're not. We're having some other stuff. Uh, so we'll start with the drink. Uh, it's been a minute since we've had this brand on, but it's back once again, strong as, as ever, with again a wonderful design that we'll talk about yeah. for the for the the can. It's Mountain Dew Fruit Quake. Yeah, Dew with a blast of artificial fruitcake flavor. And you know, boy howdy, I saw this, I saw this in the store, and immediately it was like, I gotta buy this. The art, the graphic design in this was so eye catching. It's, yeah. it's really impressive how good they are at this. Like, a, you could, let's see, we've got, so there's a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. There's a house that's been cut in two by, you can see tire tracks. Yeah. The tire tracks are leaving a trail of little fruit candies. that They ran over a bicycle, too. You yeah. see that? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so if you haven't, if you're not familiar with fruitcake, fruitcake is a uh, abomination before God <laughs> where they put dried fruit pieces in like a really terrible dough. It feels like something that was born from the Depression era yeah. and just stuck around as a tradition. But so those those fruit pieces are just lying in, in the tire tracks. It's like a wake of fruit quake. Yeah, which uh, have been left behind by a monster truck with fruitcake wheels driven by Santa Claus. The truck has little antlers coming out of it, like you know some people do with, with trucks. The presents are in the back. There's like a a fire spouting muffler on the side. And then I don't know what character that is that's tied to the front of the I monster I think it's truck. just supposed to be like a, a stuffed polar bear toy. <laughs> and the license plate says 2022. Yeah. It's fantastic. It, it This is. honestly, for as much praise as we've given all the different like Mountain Dew brands and stuff that we've tried, this might not thought to be too punny here. It might take the cake. It's yeah. so well designed, so detailed. There's so much going on. Yeah. Even if I like, I'm you know, I'm curious to see what it tastes like. But even if I was like kind of appalled by the th- flavor, 
I would still want to try it because yeah. of how darn cool the can looks. Yeah. Whatever Mountain Dew pays their graphic designer, it's not. Enough. They better hold on to that person because they are doing a yeah. heck of a job. I yeah. mean, my only a criticism now that I'm looking at it real close, there's in behind the logo, there's a wheel, but behind the N and the W, you know, mm-hmm. the perspective on that makes it look does like the wheel not make pop- any sense. Makes it look like the wheel popped off or something. Yeah. I'm sure if we had the whole picture, you, you would see like the the frame of the of the truck. Yeah. It would work. But yeah, that does kind of make it a little confusing. But even at the top, they have like all the fruit ingredients the little, lining it as if they're like a, like a like a decoration. It's so cool. Yeah. Oh, and the truck has eyes. Does it? Yeah. Where? Oh. The headlights. They're like. They have like the green. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed Santa is in a green outfit. I wonder if it's because it's like Mountain Dew Santa. Probably. Man, I gotta say, Mountain Dew's shout outs to them. That's they're nailing it. Hey, spoiler contains zero percent juice. What percent fruitcake? That's the real question. Well, it's artificial fruitcake. Yeah, well, so I it's mean, the zero percent fruitcake. Yeah. So there's not much in the way of a press release, but I'll see what little blurbs and quotes I have that I found on the internet. Let's see here. Here we go. Basically, yeah, it seemed like they sent an email, like announcement about it, to different places. In this email. They're quoted as saying, Mountain Dew is back with a holiday hot take. We're making fruitcake cool again. Fruitquake is billed as a, quote, bold spin on the, quote, dated holiday classic and the red drink being sold in appropriately festive bottles and cans. And again, yeah, it's very appropriately decorated and festive. So, apparently, it's not full fruitcake. It's not like just straight up fruitcake flavor. According to this, uh, it's a flavor that, quote, Merges the iconic citrus flavor of Mountain Dew with a blast of the fruity taste of the holidays. Is it a quote from Todd Kaplan? This doesn't attribute any of the quotes to anything. Uh-huh. Again, I think it was an email, so they just kind of pulled yeah. some of that info. Let's see here. Okay, here's another quote from them. They're really, I, I like how uh, heavy-handed they're going with saying how much fruitcake is disliked in all their quotes. Fruitcake has long been known as the holiday dessert no one actually wants to touch let alone eat. Yeah. Mountain Dew is changing that. We're making everyone's holiday dreams come true by swapping the dated dessert with a tastier treat. So... Yeah, so I don't... So normally these press releases, they're all just, you know, we're coming at fans with a bold flavor they've been clamoring for forever. We're excited, blah, 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 blah. I, this one, though, is promising to me for exactly the reason you mentioned. They're acknowledging... Oh, yeah. ...that fruitcake is bad. Really leaning into it, yeah. Yeah. So this hopefully it makes me hopeful. Yeah, yeah, that they've that they've genuinely given it a Mountain Dew spin that we that we can look forward to. If I was to guess, I would say the flavor composition, whatever you want to call it, will just be like not like Code Red, but a more like kind of a cranberry oh, Code yeah. Red of yeah. Mountain Dew is my guess. That's I think that's a reasonable. The thing that turns me off of that is that they have nuts on the can, and then the color of the can. Yeah. Does not remind me of cranberry. But I think that's more just for the, the fruit yeah. fruitcake like branding right. that they're going with. I don't think it's gonna have any kind of like of that mm-hmm. flavor in it. I don't think you're gonna have any nut flavor almonds or anything like that. Yeah, I'll bet my bet is that it's not gonna be like you're saying cranberry. I don't think it's gonna taste specifically no. like a fruit. Yeah. It's gonna have a vaguely fruity flavor. Yeah. That's gonna just be reminiscent of Christmas. And hey, if that's the case That'd probably be pretty good. Yeah, I think it'll be a winner. But if not, I mean, this this has different ways it can go. So the last thing I'll say 
and then I'll be ready to taste unless you want to have anything to add. I'm ready to roll. Uh, when it comes to fruitcake, I thought I, I just re- remembered as you were reading the press release. So my dad always used to, to make fun of fruitcake and how much he didn't like it and everything. But then right around the time he turned 60, we, he called me one day and we were just talking, you know, and it was around the holidays. And he said, you know what I tried the other day that I really kind of liked? He said, fruitcake. So maybe it's just... It's a it's a dated cake in the sense that nobody yeah. under the age of sixty enjoys. But once you hit that magic age, maybe there's a certain level, yeah, yeah where you you your eyes are opened or something. Yeah, it's possible. You know, like when you're little, you can hear the, the like camera charge charging sound, mm-hmm. or, something. or like the TV, like the old CRT yeah. TVs, that like. Uh, yeah. But then once you hit a certain age, you lose it. It's the reverse for fruitcake. Maybe. Yeah. Well, that's something to look forward to, I guess. You know, yeah, that's when you know you have <laughs> age is no longer just a number. When you're looking forward to fruitcake. Yep. All right. Smells pretty good. It does smell. Actually, hold on. Before I taste it. It's definitely got that holiday fruit. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like a a holiday bubble gum. Yeah, almost. Yeah. All right. That's going to be hard to describe. Yeah. I do like it. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Or actually, well, like. We're in an audio form, so I was going to say I'll, I'll write it down and see if you agree, but that's not going to make any sense to our listeners. So I'll just I'll just ask. Okay. Uh, did you get a first taste and an aftertaste that were distinctly different? Not really. No. What was what was that experience like for you? So when I first sipped it, like the smell, like I said, that like holiday bubble gum kind of a thing. It's hard to exactly describe. It's not one of those things that tastes like it smells. And I'll, I'll say, too, I, I think I was right that it doesn't taste like a specific fruit. Oh, I would agree, for sure. But like that, when I first drink, I get like a sweet, the scent, the fruitiness mm. kind of a thing. But then the aftertaste reminds me more of the nuts. Really? Yeah. It's not like a salty walnut taste, but it's like it the, the sweetness tones down, and then the lingering flavor is different than the initial wave for me. Uh, see, I was going to say, for me... You know how I mentioned Code Red earlier? Yeah. The the like the aftertaste or like that lingering taste, it feels like it subsides into a Code Red that I'm familiar with. Mm. But there's definitely a lot of, you know, quote, fruit flavor in there. Yeah. In the sense that like when you have like a fruit by the foot or something like that, where it's like, quote, fruit flavored, you can't identify a specific fruit, but it just has that fruit yeah. candy taste. Kind of like this, basically. Yeah. Um, it's not something I could like really chug, I think, or... or or have very often, but I do like it. I think it's a fun, it's a yeah. fun kind of drink to share with some friends or whatever, or family when it is the season and be like, hey, do you have that fruit quake? Yeah. yeah. I would drink it again for sure. I, I probably will too. I mean, we bought a, we bought a, a 12 pack. It's so not going to go to waste. No, but they'll, they'll be drank. Drunk. They'll be drunk. They'll be drank. They'll be drank. Right? They'll be consumed. They will be consumed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But boy, it's really hard to pin that down in terms of like what fruit flavor I even would constitute it as. Other than that, you know, all-encompassing, quote, fruit. Yeah, it's artificial flavor. fruit yeah. cake. That's really, they nailed it right on the can. It's not going for a realistic fruit flavor, no. by any means. Nor a realistic fruit cake flavor. Yeah, I was going to say this, you know, thankfully they've they've taken the concept, but not really yeah. tried to be authentic to it, which would be a mistake. That would be pretty bad. But I think as a fun holiday drink, it fits in there. It's kind of like, you know, how like Sprite and... Um, like Sierra Mist will have like the cranberry or holiday flavored yeah, versions yeah. of their drinks. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is Mountain Dew's version of that. Yeah. And I think it sits in that area pretty well. 
That's a good description. My only counter would be the cranberry stuff is always really good. I oh, think yeah. I like the cranberry. This doesn't, I don't think this is going to replace yeah. those in terms of what you want to go to all the time during the holidays. But I think this would be a fun one. Here's what I'll say. Instead of getting like, because uh, when I saw it, all I saw was the 12th pack. I didn't see like individual 20 mm-hmm. ounce bottles. This is much more, I think, appropriate as a 20 ounce bottle. Yeah. So you can buy a few and just have some. And Stick one in everybody's stocking. Yeah, you, you're done with it. After that, you don't have to like, you know, go through another, you know, 10 after you've had your first couple. Whereas with the Sprite Cranberry one or the Sierra Mist one or whatever, that's just stuff you can drink oh, yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, I don't think it quite hits that level of, of no. enjoyment. But it's still fun. It's like a, it's a fun drink. I won't say it's really great, but it's a fun drink. Yeah. It's good, fun, but not making it to the to the higher echelon yeah. of holiday fruit drink mountain, or whatever you want to call it. Which is not to make a pun about the fact of Mountain Dew. That was just my analogy that I came up with. Um, so... I'm not sure what to give it. Three and a half for me. I was thinking that, but part of me is like, it's weird because I almost feel like it's both too low and too high. You know what I mean? It's not a four. I don't think it is either. But it's not a three. And I don't think it is either, but it feels weird to give it a three and a half. And I, I think it's because, let me take another sip. So what my three and a half is basically saying it's not good enough to be like genuinely good. Like you said, it's not going to replace cranberry, but it's good enough that... You should try it if you're interested, which to me is a three and a half. I think the problem is I'm, I'm very prone to giving Mountain Dew stuff like closer to fours because it's I really good. do love the Mountain Dew like zing, you know, yeah. that like citrusy kick. And it has that. So I'm always like, it's got to be a four, right? But I do think you're right. I think three and a half is a pretty, pretty, the pretty good middle design is a five. Oh my God. Yeah. The design is like a six out of five. Yeah. But we can't, we can't write the design. We've never done that. Yeah. Before. If, if we're rating like marketing yeah stuff like that like oh, compared, mountain dew, compared to the next thing we're having these maize chips mountain dew clears all of that like, like well, just, well yeah well that the next one is a very bland bag and we'll describe it it'll take two seconds to yeah. describe so we'll, we'll post a picture of it too but like so the mountain dew can it's a monster truck it's going through a little christmas town there's a badass santa claus with a Angry monster truck on it. Angrily Lays, driving through a town. Lay's sweet and salty dipped clusters are supposed to be like candy coated chips. They look like baked potatoes. I'm really curious to see how they are. Like, but but this, the, well, uh, in their defense, they went for the more classical, here's a very holiday themed snack. So they went with the very basic forgettable. white bag with like the, the kind of, the, you know how like some some products when they're like chocolate drizzled to have like the... The drizzle drizzle yeah. line of chocolate wrapped around it has so they, that. They've gone with the saltine cracker of holiday yeah, designs. It's it's definitely not trying to be flashy. Yeah. Mountain Dew though. Mountain Dew they're going for it. Oh they always and I go respect for it. it. They they could have they Mountain Dew could somehow start selling distilled water and it would be the most extreme gallon of, did of you distilled hear, water that uh, you ever we were had. at a Christmas party from our friends last weekend and uh did you Katie had bought some like canned water that was I don't I don't remember what the name on the can was. Is it, but like it was basically death? like yeah yeah. But it's, she said it's just it's just water. Yeah, it's just water. I know I know I'm well. So aware. I mean, Mountain Dew probably could they probably and be successful at it. What would they? What would Mountain Dew? What would they call their water? I would have guessed something like Liquid Death, but that's already been taken. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's something 
I'm surprised I haven't even tried to get into because like seltzer. Well, they do the kickstarts. I learned they're basically just seltzer water. Seltzer. I, I've I've been trying to get in the seltzer water. I don't think it's gonna stick. The non-enhanced, like the non-alcoholic seltzer waters, I don't get. They're, I, they're not flavorful enough. They don't taste sweet. The problem for me is that they have almost like a salty, yeah, underlining like taste to it. So I'm always, I never feel like my thirst is quenched, and I get tired of it before I even finish the can anyway. Yeah, I think if I liked like seltzer water generally, then maybe having the extra flavors would mm-hmm. be an enhancement. But I don't really like carbonated water yeah the carbonation is not worth it for the kind of the I, very no, it's not even taste. like a not worth i just don't like it in water mm, yeah and then the taste is just kind of it's like if you have water but and you put like a couple drops of lime juice you can taste the lime juice yeah. but it's not like mountain dew lemon right. lime it's just like it's kind of limey well that's like i really enjoy on the other on the other end of that the very artificially like when you add the flavor packets or whatever to mm. water oh yeah those are really good I, I think i enjoy much more of those super sweet like some people will say those are too sweet or whatever but yeah. i feel like that's enough of a kick for the water that yeah, I'm, i'll do I'm okay with i'll get like the the water the liquid water enhancers that you just squirt in there mm-hmm. yeah i've seen um, those before and yeah. then sometimes you know i'm so uh desensitized to the flavors i i'll either do like a lot of a flavor or i'll have to mix them together yeah to to really get something out of them and then you know what I've been doing lately is I've just been having straight water. You just yeah, I should cycles. probably start doing that too. Well, that's you don't need I, to dress it up. It's water. It's that's fine. why I started doing the the flavor waters because I needed to drink more water, but I just didn't like plain water. But now I'm kind of swinging back the yeah. other way where I'm like in water mode. Probably two months from now I'll be <laughs> on the flavor kick again. Yeah, whatever it takes to that stay That pendulum hydrated. just goes back and forth. Yeah, drink more water. Well. We've got Sorry. Mountain Dew, Are three you, and a half for both of us. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Committed to the three and a yeah. half. Yeah, I, I, the more I thought about it, the more I yeah. was content with that. Yeah. So we'll go into the one we just talked about the briefly. baked potato sweet and salties. Yeah, uh, up next we have, what are they called? Lay's Sweet and Salty Dipped Clusters. And there's not much in the way of a press release for this, so I'll just describe what the product is, and then we'll, we'll get to nibbling on it. These also came out this year for the holiday season. They're described as, quote, a dipped potato snack with the perfect mix of salty and sweet in one. They are apparently sweetened clusters of crushed potato chips, almonds, rice, and red and green non-perials? Non-perials? Perils? I always say non-perails, but I don't know if that's right or not. What is that? They're, you know, like uh, the snow caps candy, the... Oh, those little tiny little dudes. Yeah. yeah, I think that, I don't know if they're like sweetened or unsweetened but it's yeah they're basically just little sugar balls it's more just to make them like i think look yeah. seasonal and this is all dipped in a milk chocolatey coating yeah my guess is they're unsweet because otherwise maybe they. i think that would really conflict with the, the um, chocolate stuff, can you yeah. look it up real quick what just the definition of non-pareil i'm curious uh because i'm sure there's a legal fda definition of what it is uh it's it's a decorative confectionery of tiny balls <laughs> Made with sugar and starch. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it's available in many colors. So I, there probably is some sugar, but I don't, I imagine it's not. Yeah. I don't think it's got like a sweetened flavor. It's just, it's got sugar in it. Yeah. Yeah. These are available for a limited time, of course. I saw these a little while back and I thought, hey. We need a Christmas seems, episode. Yeah. And this, yeah. well, this, I would, I mean, even if I didn't have a podcast where we tried stuff like this, it was intriguing, you know? Yeah. Uh, because sometimes that sweet and salty combination works well. I'm curious to see if chocolate and potato chip 
mix well together. I feel like it'll be fine. That's probably but my we'll guess. See. You know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know that I'm generally a sweet and salty guy. Well, it it depends on the 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 makeup of it. For example, and I was talking to somebody about this. I think earlier today, actually. Oh yeah, because we were uh, at, at work. We we brought some donuts back from our like our mm-hmm. manager lunch and stuff. And one of the donuts was like a donut with bacon on top of it. So like I think bacon, for example, as a salty ingredient works well in like a donut or when i had it a million years ago in a like sunday mm-hmm. a a bacon sunday is really good because in a weird twist the bacon becomes the sweet treat that you find once in a while because it's like usually yeah. like you're eating it it's like sweet 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 ice cream whatever some chocolate here and there and then oh salty little bit yeah. that's the that's the that's the treat for you so it, it depends you know it doesn't always work and i think it is tricky to make something that kind of is complementary to each other yeah but but I've I've had experiences where I enjoy it, but I'm, it's something I also probably wouldn't want like all the time. Anything else to add? I didn't want to hog that, but I, I once you brought that up, I my brain the synapses fired some certain memories and all that started going. Yeah, nothing much. I mean, I see where you're coming from with like the discrete bits of salty mm-hmm. and the yeah. sweet, but I'm thinking like dark chocolate that's salted. Oh yeah, that's yeah. like I don't know. my guess is for this like because it's just a coating. Most of it will be like you know crushed up potato chip and the little bits you probably won't even notice in it and it'll just be like you have that and then some chocolate here and there is my guess occasionally you'll get a non-pareil yeah but uh only one way to find out and that's That's to open this guy up let's do it i think it's got one of those resealable things so yeah it does which i always appreciate uh just to to any any food people out there listening that makes this stuff you can never go wrong with a resealable bag let me you know what I don't appreciate though what? is when they have tear tabs that, that are don't not tear? in. No, they tore. They're just not aligned with the part of the bag that's open. Oh, I see. Yeah. So now I gotta tear it from the other side, make a little opening, and then pull it apart. You know what I hate? I'm gonna go on a rant here or tangent. Like when you open a like a jar or bottle or something, like maybe like a jar of fruit or whatever, and it's got like the plastic, clear plastic like cover. And like you, it has a little tab where you have to pull out to like pull off the whole cover. Uh-huh. But then that tab part just rips half of it off or something, and then you have to like no start so that, digging around. To that get one I don't like, but the one to me that's even worse is when you pull it, but it just pulls off the paper layer. Yeah, and there's a plastic layer underneath. Yeah, and it's like, well, sucks to suck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you had a weird reaction when you opened the bag. What was that? Yeah. About? Well, I don't think I'm gonna like these. Really? They, is they it based just, on the smell? Yeah. Let yeah. me take a whiff. Let me, let me just. Well, okay. Before I smell it, what, what was your impression of the smell? Uh, not good. It smells fine. Okay. I smell. It just smells of of faintly of potato chips and chocolate. It smells like burnt coconut and chocolate. That's weird. I don't even know what burnt coconut smells like. No, it's not. No, no, no. Hold on. Billy's having one of his. No, there's. I, I'm realizing what it. That it, it does smell like something specific. Yeah, potato I, chips and chocolate. No, no, no. <laughs> you mean like some sort of There's a specific bag. food I that see. this is reminding me of. Very, di- I just, I can't, I don't know what the food is, but the smell is like punching me right in the, right in the mouth. Anyway. All right. Well, they look homemade, I think is my first initial response. They really do. Which, I mean, I don't know how you would make, how, I, don't, I don't know how you could possibly make this not look homemade because you're yeah. just crunching up honestly it, it seems like 
you could take... You could probably make this at home pretty easily. Yeah, I know this isn't what they are, but it looks like Rice Krispies dipped Kinda. in chocolate. Yeah, in a ball form. Yeah. So, well, shall we give it a whirl and just uh, see how we feel about it afterward? It um, wasn't as bad as I thought it might be. Mm-hmm. If I had this at home, it would get eaten eventually, but not like a bag of chips where you sit down and then you suddenly it's blink all gone. and it's gone. Yeah. This would be like you have one or two, pop them in there, and then go on, go about your day. I could see myself getting a handful a couple of times in the evening and then yeah. leaving it at that, which makes sense because the bag is smaller, so there's not a whole lot in there anyway. Yeah. But that said, I don't know if I liked it. It was. Right on the edge mm. for me. I did like it, but interestingly, or whatever you want to say, I, I don't know. Adjectives are escaping me right now. What I found interesting was, you know how the description said it's it's crushed up potato chips, rice, almonds, and the, uh, what are they called? Non-perials, whatever. Yeah. Um, I wish it was just all crunched up potato chip. Yeah, I was gonna, the, the aftertaste is, I think, better than the taste because it tastes more potatoey. Yeah, I wish I wish it was a little denser and was just potato chip. I don't need the almonds or the rice in there. Yeah, um, that made it too airy and fluffy. And I think I would have enjoyed it because I think it would have been a little more salty with just potato chip going on, which would have been a nice, uh, starker contrast versus the chocolate. I mean, there's still definitely a sweet and salty symbiotic relationship going on, but it it I wish it just tasted more like laced potato chips crunched up. I mm-hmm. guess. And, but you can tell it's not exclusively potato chips and chocolate. So I think if they simplified it, it would be better, ultimately. But I still like it. Like, it's a nice little snack. Like, for example, again, if somebody's like, hey, I made these, like, sweet and salty Lay's potato chips chocolate balls. Oh, awesome. Like, if you if somebody introduced these as something they made, I don't think you'd be like, yeah, you did okay, I guess. You'd be like, that was good, thanks. But you wouldn't be, like, freaking out and be like, how do I make more of those? Yeah. So I think all that said for me, I don't want to presume what you would give it but i'm guessing you'd give it a three because that's what i'm giving it i think we're on the same page about this because two are you gonna give it two and a half though i'm gonna give it a 2.75 okay i i that's fine because i do think two and a half is a little too a little too low but two and two point two and three quarters i think is fair all the same but what are your thoughts any other any other additions to that this feels like a very open and shut case yeah it's just it's kind of chippy it's kind of something else, and then it's dipped in chocolate. The chocolate mm-hmm. goes away, the something else goes away, and then you've just left with, at least in my teeth, are just little potato chip bits. Mm-hmm. It's I like can. I had a bowl of chips, but I didn't. That's pretty much that. If you see them and you're curious, I guess try them. Yeah, but if you like Lay's potato chips, for example, and you and you like chocolate, you're not going to go wrong with this. Like You're not going to not enjoy it. It's just not going to change your world or... or expand your horizons or make you reconsider the whole concept of sweet and yeah. salty snacks like if, if you think of a lays chip and you think yeah they're all right i would just skip it because yeah. this was probably an expensive bag there's not a lot in um, there it was five dollars yeah for five ounces that's 16 dollars a pound for these <laughs> things so but i think i think that's why they make the smaller bags because they know somebody's probably not going to want to go yeah. through a big bag of them no i don't think so i think they're a fun novelty yeah, uh, I do appreciate the effort. I think they could, I do, I legitimately think they could retool it a little bit yeah. and have a much better product just by making it more just straight up potato chips. You know what it made me, up. so like these are, you know, the ball dipped in chocolate and everything on it, but they could, they could literally just make 
mashed up chips in a ball shape. Yeah. And I feel like that would be really good because then they would probably hold their shape. Yeah. I don't know what they would call them, like a crisp ball or something. And then... A lay ball. Yeah. I don't know. Like a mean. like a cheese puff, but, but, but a chip, potato chip and a little bit less airy, more firm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because remember, I don't know if it was in the last year or so, a couple years ago where uh, Lay's did that thing where they released potato chip flavored like Cheetos and Funyuns and stuff like that, but they were in potato chip form. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to have like a Cheeto form of Lay's potato chips flavored. Yeah. Or like a, you know, a, a sour, or not sour cream, but like a, yeah, sour cream. Or what's the other, what's the green one? Sour cream and onion. Sour cream and onion, yeah. Like that could be a fun, like, puffy ball form too. But um, yeah, these were good, yeah. but not great. But if you got somebody who really loves chips and likes chocolate too, they'll like it. Probably. Because I like chips and chocolate and I was kind of middling. Yeah. I guess that's my thing with these. I don't know who their target is. Because if you don't love chips and chocolate, you're probably not going to like them. We both love chips. And I, as far oh, as yeah. I know, we oh, both yeah. like chocolate. Oh, yeah. And we're both like, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. You know, give it a try. So it's not, it's, it's, it's the sum of its parts are not more than. Yeah. So like what, what demographic of, of chip chocolate lovers tried this and said, this is the best. You got it. You've got to make this. <laughs> I think, I think ultimately it was a novelty yeah. that they, they wanted to, they, they, they knew they could easily make. And thought they'd give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. And here we are. So, again, uh, for me personally, if they revise the the makeup of it and try again next year, I'd give it another shot. But if it's the same thing next year, I probably won't go back to this well. Well, I think that we've spent I agree. already too much time Yeah, that's probably more than that bag deserves. Yeah. Yeah. So the next thing, I haven't looked at the bag since I read this. But it was on the... Uh, the story that I found on Oreo specifically called out that it had the seal tab packaging. Does it? Yes. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So they they know that it's a good thing. They they highlight it on their press release. Yeah. And yet they don't include it in all of their products. It is interesting how they I don't know whether rhyme or reason for why they choose to include it or not. But whenever they don't, I just curse the heavens for a moment before I open it up because man it's just, it's it's like it's like when you get a nice new feature on a car, mm-hmm. like the like the camera when you're backing up or whatever. If you ever drive a car without it after that, you're like, this sucks. <laughs> I'm like a caveman in the Flintstones, and I have to use my feet to get the car going. Yeah. And if spins. anything's below my back window, it's dead. Because I can't <laughs> dead or dying or both. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I, today, like for example, like I I found a parking spot when I got back to work out front but i went by it because i didn't see it because it was in the corner and so i was like oh, i'll back up and park in here and i even said to them i'm like man if i didn't have this camera i would just give up on that spot and keep keep driving to find oh, something yeah. else my dad so this is another thing that <laughs> probably you get you got used to when you drove drove older cars he'll back into a spot like nothing i can't believe how natural some people are at backing up a car if i tried to back into a parking spot yeah i would need to be there would need to be probably at least two empty spaces <laughs> on either side for me to even have a chance. And even then, I would probably be like crooked and on the top of the line. Yeah. I, I will say I'm a pretty good parallel parker. I've gotten better at it. I, I usually don't have much issue. I just pull up, back in, just a little bit, bing, bang, boom. You just got to make sure you have enough space. Because if you try and get bold and there's two cars and they, they, they both are taking up the very ends of their, yeah. their spot, it's going to be a tight squeeze. So you might want to not bother with that. But as long as there's enough uh, wiggle room... 
Easy peasy. Yeah, I was driving with a friend in college once. We were in D.C. and he was learning. So he had never parallel parked before. And he was learning to drive a stick shift. Oh my God. It was the funniest thing that maybe has ever happened when I was in a car with somebody. I can imagine. But Man, that would be... Yeah, it was, it was, it was adorable. Uh, but <laughs> with parallel parking, the thing with that is, I think it's real hard until you've done it like five times. And then you know the tricks. The mistake people make, the biggest mistake, and it's obvious when you think about it, you don't pull in to a spot. Mm-hmm. You pull up, you go past it, then back in. And yeah. that's how you start adjusting. If you don't do that, you're just already off on the wrong foot. The yeah. wheel. Or that, whatever. and you, you just got to get used to like which way to turn the wheel to correct. And you, you, you're, you're, I think the other thing is too, is people get a little afraid of cutting too much, but you really got to cut a lot to really swerve it in there. Yeah. Because if you don't cut enough, then you're, you're going to have to pull back out and try again. Yeah. And you know, I'm not saying I never miss, make a mistake on it, but I do feel like I, I've, I mean, I feel like living in Columbus, you have to get pretty decent at it because so many places that you go to, yeah. it's street parking or whatever. So anyway, how did we get on this? Oh, the car Cameras, yeah, feature yeah. versus the, okay. Um, so yeah, up next it is Oreo. So this one was like looking for the, the Ark of the Covenant here, man. It was. It's a Aldi's specific? Al- no. Aldi's and Albertsons, I think. No, it, it's not. It's available at multiple retailers. It just was impossible to find when I tried to find it recently. So, uh, I mean, I heard about this like, what fl- Snickerdoodle. This is Snickerdoodle Oreo. I forgot we, I was, yeah. I was so ready to rant about it. I forgot <laughs> to talk about it and introduce it. But we got Snickerdoodle Oreo because, of course, Snickerdoodle is another cookie uh, type that is very and popular. I tried to avoid time. mentioning it before when we were yeah. testing cookie flavors. Right. Yeah. I did too. I almost sat and I was like, no, I don't want to yeah. even make people think about it. I say that as if though the episode picture have won't it. have yeah. product on it, but... You know, I heard about this. I mean, they announced it back in like October, late October, November or something. Been trying to find it. Never saw it. So as, as we got closer to like December and stuff, I was like, I'm going to keep an eye out. It was never in like the Walmarts or Kroger's I would frequent. I started checking. That's when I started checking like availability at different websites like Meyer, Target, things like that. Because a lot of those stores do a good job of if you specify a store... They'll let you know if it's in stock and what aisle it's in and everything, which is great. Thank God for that. And multiple stores, like a Target and a Meijer, both said, in stock, available at like row A9 or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, sweet. I'd swing by, go to that aisle with all the Oreo flavors and stuff. There was a Meijer I went to. Couldn't find it. I found the spot where it was because, you know, they have those like labels that say like Snickerdoodle, you know, $4.99 or whatever. It was there, but it was just a stock of the golden Oreo. Oh, they fooled you. Yeah, and, and the website still says in stock. So I walked around because I thought maybe there was some like separate, you know, holiday themed mm-hmm. display with it. I found another Oreo spread of stuff in an aisle, but no snickerdoodle. So I give up on that one. I tried a Target that said it was in stock, didn't have it at the Target. And so I, I had tried this multiple times and I was like, oh man, this sucks. You know, Christmas is coming up and I can't find it. And I really wanted it to be part of the episode because I would be pretty uh, bummed out if we did a holiday episode and didn't have the holiday-themed Oreo in it. That feels yeah. like such a essential part of what we do. You know, it's really in our blood, if you will. So then I was like, I, I kept trying all this stuff, and I found somehow that you could order it through Instacart. Uh-huh. Uh, and Instacart was going through, like, Aldi. So, like, it would, I, I made an order for an Instacart pickup at Aldi, specifically because it said Snickerdoodle was in stock. Lo and behold, the person, the poor soul goes there, and like, they text me, like, hey... I can't find Snickerdoodle. And they took pictures of the Oreo aisle and showed me. And I was like, well, 
can't say I'm shocked because of the luck I've had with it. And then, you know, they got the other stuff and got that delivery. So, you know, bupkis on that one. So then, you know, Billy, you have Amazon Prime. Yeah. And I noticed that it was available on Amazon Prime. If you ordered a certain amount of stuff, you would get it sent to you. You could buy that and have it sent in the order too. And so I, I tried the Aldi thing and we were going to try that. If it didn't work out, you were going to order it online. So the next day comes up and I'm like, hey, Aldi didn't have it, blah, blah, blah. And then I go to look and it's not even available on Amazon anymore the next day. And I was like, oh my God, now it's gone from there. So as a last resort, and I had mentioned it to you, I ordered a, a, a package of them off of eBay. Mm-hmm. Um, and frankly, honestly, you know, obviously the price was was jacked up a bit, but it really wasn't like exorbitant. It wasn't like I felt like I was being, you know, bled dry. It was it was basically double the price you would pay for one in store, but that also covers shipping. And that way that person gets a couple bucks out of it too. So like, yeah. it wasn't like, you know, they weren't like $15. It was yeah. like 10 or 11 bucks shipped, you know, three or four bucks for shipping. So really we kind of paid like, you know, seven bucks. But if we, if we, if I didn't order through eBay, I wasn't going to find it. I haven't seen it locally anywhere. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know why it's so hard to find. I can't imagine it was something that sold out, but maybe it did. Well, so I think I might be able to tell you. Oh, really? So on Oreo, so I was looking up press releases on my phone while you were looking it up on your computer. Nice. And, uh, on their website, you know, they give a description of the product yeah. and they say it has the resaleable tabs and everything, all the things that you expect to see on an Oreo. Mm-hmm. And they also have reviews. Oh, some so juicy the, gossip here. The first, there's nine reviews. The first one, the title, all caps, two shipments of 12 packs, 24 cases of Oreos, addicted, totally hooked, <laughs> so hooked and backed. Don't know what that means. It's some some expression. I don't know. All of the stores ran out around me, so I went on Amazon and ordered a box of 12. Sent a mass text to my family. Told them if they find any anywhere, I will pay them double the price. That was before I ordered my own 12-pack. Went through that, so I ordered another one. And now that I have found it, this. Which presumes some other they've ordered from Oreo. Oh, I see. Oh, I'll have enough stocked up until next year. Literally went to all stores within a 20-mile radius with my boyfriend. Found one pack. He ended up shipping me a box of 12 packs off Amazon from his trip to Australia. I don't know what the relevance is. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in Australia, you can order from Amazon. Just I don't, yeah, I'm trying Android. to understand the, the connective yeah. tissue there. So at that at this point, I'm thinking, okay, this is like a Oreo asked the AI to generate a fake review for Oreo. <laughs> but then the bottom of it says... Hi, my name is Snickerdoodle, Oreo addict, LOL, I love them so much. My boyfriend has now changed his male parts name to Mr. Snickerdoodle. That's kind of, that's kind of cute. Five stars. I would hope. <laughs> if it, That'd be great if all that and it was like four and a half. Or the four. next one, three stars. These Snickerdoodles are okay, but nothing will ever beat the gingerbread Oreo. Signed, a very impatient cookie lady. Please, please, please bring back the gingerbread Oreos. I next don't remember review. those. I don't know if we had them, but just, it's Oreo reviews. Yeah. There's always one person just asking for another flavor. Next review, (laughs) one star, gingerbread why? We all want the gingerbread cookies, not (laughs) snickerdoodle. (laughs) So based on the reviews, it seems like you either want gingerbread cookies right now, or you've literally bought a small grocery store's worth of snickerdoodle oreos there doesn't seem to be an in-between hmm. 
Well, based on 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 the obsessed person's uh, story, it seems like it must have been very limited. So it, it wasn't just like us that had that experience, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's weird though because we've we've tried plenty of limited edition flavors here yeah. throughout the year and everything. I've never had trouble getting them like with this one. So hopefully that's a good sign. Oh, I, I mean, hope. it says that it was cinnamon kind of flavor with. The Oreo icing, little sprinkle mm-hmm. sugary bits in there. So it seems like it has all the, the makings of a good sandwich cookie. I would be shocked if they messed this up. Yeah. Snickerdoodle Oreo seems like a very surefire hit. You know, my experience, I think with Oreo, I like Oreos, of course, but looking back on the Oreo flavors that we've had, even the ones that, are, that were really good, maybe I rated them fours or fives or, or whatever, mm-hmm. but I feel like Oreo just has a nice steady good. Oh, yeah. Like there's... It's... The only bad Oreo I've ever had was the the Swedish yeah. fish one. Mm-hmm. That's it. Everything else has been, at worst, like a three and a half. One of my favorite ones, I've only seen it the one summer, it was a blueberry pie Oreo. Mm-hmm. My goodness, was it good. If they brought that back for a summer... You'd go to Australia. I'd become <laughs> Mr. Blueberry Man or whatever. <laughs> but it was legitimately one of my favorite flavors I've ever had. It was so good. Because I love blueberry as a flavor anyway. Mm-hmm. And man, it just, it nailed it. I, I would, my kingdom for more of that. So, I mean, there's definitely some flavors that just become kind of like some, it's like some like Ill, ill-fated summer affair where you just have it for a few months and then Remember it forever. Yeah. Yeah. And then you look at other packs of Oreos and like, oh, it's just not the same. Yeah. You accidentally say that flavor's name when you're eating them later on. Anyway. So I didn't really find a press release, but I did see, so when they, when this one food business news website posted about it, interestingly, uh, they did uh, explain how they initially announced it, which I thought was interesting. So I'll read that and then we can give it a whirl. So the, 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 the flavor, uh, just to, to, to start with the basics, it's an Oreo biscuit. The interior of the classic cookie sandwich will be filled with cinnamon flavored cream blended with crunchy red and green sugar crystals, like a snickerdoodle. Mm-hmm. So the company initially announced the flavor through a social media strategy designed to engage Twitter users. This is where it's kind of weird, and I just love the idea of like Twitter users like collectively figuring this out. When put together, the first words of the last eight tweets from the Oreo account spelled out, quote, our next Oreo cookie flavor is Snickerdoodle. Giving me, Oreo, you're giving me the most blank stare. Oreo tries so hard to do the, social media engagement. Well, they knew they had those real ones ready to come and That's the figure thing. out their puzzle. Mountain Dew's over here just knocking it out of the park. Mountain Dew makes it like seem very effortlessly. Mountain Dew is very bummed. You know, easy to do. Whereas Oreo is just like, how do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> kind of a thing. But also Oreo, they can kind of be dorky and get away with it because like... Their competition is Hydrox, so like they can kind of wiggle room on the that's, on the marketing. That's a good point. Yeah, a hundred percent though. Oreo paid some collection of influencers to be like, "Oh my God, you know what I just noticed? If you put together the last eight words of the tweets from the official Oreo account, they announced their next cookie." There's n- there, nobody cares enough. Yeah. About Oreos Twitter to put that together themselves. I just don't believe it. I know you don't want to believe it, but I am sure there exists. An Oreo fanatic or three that were like, my God, do you see the pattern? And then they flipped out. 
then they've got all of Oreo's tweets on their wall with... <laughs> it was that reviewer. The boyfriend was on there and he's like, honey, come see this. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. And then all the other reviewers, they got to the last one and they're like, God damn it, it's not gingerbread. <laughs> it should have been you. So, you know, based on those reviews, I genuinely believe there is a, a, a very dedicated following on any social media platform that Oreo is part of. Um, I want to meet those people. If you're listening. If you're the, if you're the, oh my God. If you are the person that left that incredible story on the Snickerdoodle page for that review, let us know. If you happen to hear this, I would love to actually get like the full, I want an explanation for the Australia trip. I want some, I want some context for that. You know, let me know how many you have left at this point because that review and I assume was the, left. It's at least twenty four cases they got because they said That's they wild. bought they bought two like pallets full, and then it sounded like maybe there was a third. I wasn't very clear. What does addicted and backed mean? Yeah, that also was interesting. I I because it wasn't like they had a Kickstarter or something. They weren't like backed, so I can have more. Yes, yeah. I can't imagine getting that many. No matter how much I loved it, I feel like that many I would get sick of it well before they would expire. Yeah, so we've had things that I liked, uh, cookie-wise. Yeah. Not real recently, but within the last few months. When we had the Hydrox, we had a lot of cookies yeah, that I liked. Yeah, right. Some of those got thrown away, because that's just, no matter how much you like Oreos, yeah. four cases is... It's a lot. A lot of Oreos. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't imagine 24 cases Right, of, and of also, anything. like, I'm... Well, the thing is, too, like, I need to mix it up. I couldn't just have continuously... Yeah. The same flavor for a whole year or longer. I would just, that would, I couldn't do it. I would turn on my favorite flavor before I could possibly enjoy it like that. So if that's, if they can do it, kudos to them. That is a dedication I will never know. Uh, And then also, before we get grab the milk and try these guys, if you cracked the code. (laughs) Yeah. If you're one of the Nicolas Cage uh, national treasure types that. How did you do it? Yeah. How often have you been following Oreo? How often do you. Try to crack codes. This they can't do it that often, right? So were you just well? Were you ready for it? Were you waiting for a code? Did you just happen and like I did? What's what could possibly compel somebody to decide to start breaking a code? Unless one of the tweets was like, "Hey, keep an eye out. We're about to announce our next." That's flavor. what I. I was gonna check their their Twitter account. And just check if that's the case. Then that would be very disappointing, and I think I would go so far as to say they cheated. They announced gluten-free mint cookies. Mint cookies are just the worst. I, I like them. I know you do. But. All right, so they probably announced this back in the fall. So let's see, we're in November. Luckily, they don't post super often. Yeah, they already announced it here. Let's see, October 25th is when they're out. Still scrolling. Okay, so here we go. I'll read the tweets and then... Man, I, you know, also, I'm just going to, okay, I'm just going to say it real quick. I hate marketing on Twitter the way they try and be, like, hip and, like, playing the memes and feel like, feel like they're people instead of just a giant corporation. Yeah, there's only a couple of corporations that manage to do it. And, and even then. There's only, like, two. Ever, Wendy's ruined Twitter for, you know, marketing and stuff when they started doing that, like, sassy mm-hmm. thing back in the day and everybody else is try, trying to ride the coattails. Okay, so, let's see. Okay, here we go. I, I'm going to try and... Here are, the, here are the tweets that led up, like, that were, that included the words. Our favorite 
Oreo cookie. Okay, our favorite Oreo cookie fan, the one reading this, heart emoji. So R, R, like our next. Next time we meet up with milk, we're finally going to confess our undying love. And then the next tweet is the word Oreo in all caps, probably about 25 to 30 times. It's just Oreo, 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 Oreo. But it's the first word of their tweets? Now? Yeah. I thought it was the last word. First. Okay. So like right now we have our next Oreo. And the next one is Cookie Club must not be talked about. Looking at you at Nutter Butter. Flavor of Oreo cookies that you'll defend to anybody? Call it out in the comments below. Is any dunk more beautiful than an Oreo cookie dunk? Snicker if you want, but we definitely just ate Oreo cookies for breakfast. Doodle on, doodle an Oreo cookie in the comments, and we'll follow back. And so when you put it all together, our next cookie is Snickerdoodle. Um, so after they did that, they said, want to know the next Oreo cookie flavor? Read the first word of our last eight tweets. Wink. And then it... Not trusting that anybody with, with basic <laughs> comprehension could figure it out. Uh, the same day they tweeted, Did you crack the code? Our next Oreo cookie flavor is Snickerdoodle. Hitting shelves on October 17th. Okay, so on the comments of the last one. Did anybody did, like say, yeah. Oh my god, so excited. I would prefer you take all your products off the shelves, actually. <laughs> <laughs> was, that, was that high drugs? <laughs> no! And then somebody responded, Are you Okay. Are they? Are this, is this person a bot, or are they no. just violent? And then they responded, "Yeah, why do you ask?" Somebody else said, "That's not how you spell red velvet." <laughs> is gingerbread still going to be released this year? <laughs> is one comment. <laughs> what about chocolate mint, please? Oh. Most of them are pretty pretty celebratory. We want midnight Oreo. I don't know what that one was. Oh, yeah. It doesn't sound very Christmassy. So, but most of them, you know, are are. Uh, positive, very positive. So let's see this person's uh, profile. I hope they're just all they do is tweet at Oreo. Apparently they're only fifteen, so oh yeah, it's, it's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick on them. Yeah, because no, it says in their profile like it's just, I'm not gonna you know uh, being fifteen's hard enough as it is. No one wants to yeah I don't know get older, but thank God I'm not in high school. Yeah, anymore. I I was I I I don't think I was unbearable, but I definitely thought I knew it all. From like ages fifteen, I think to like I can 21. safely say that if I met, if me today met yeah. me in high school, I would be pretty unbearable. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I don't think I was the worst, but I definitely could have been a lot better. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we've we've cracked the code. We solved the mystery with two big assists from Mario. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, no, I don't think I don't think you, anybody would necessarily figure that out unless they handed at it. But I do love that they like then just were like, "Did you figure it out, you stupid idiot?" <laughs> um, and then they let us know if you're excited. And then apparently, no gingerbread fans, please. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's get some milk, and then we'll give these a whirl. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for these. So we both had a whiff. Can confirm it's very snickerdoodly. Yeah, it, weird though. It. I feel like we've smelled this smell before. Or something very similar to it. Maybe even in another Oreo product. I don't know. I don't remember I mean, which one. I've I smelled Snickerdoodle before, so I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but they look good. They smell good. Yeah, I think they'll be a, a good, solid addition to the Oreo lineup. I'm guessing four is my guess. In terms That's of my guess like as well. But I really enjoy Snickerdoodle, but like, you know, it'll just depend on how it translates as an Oreo. Yeah. 
I mean, maybe we'll become addicted and have to order cases from Australia or something. Wouldn't that be funny? All right. Let's dig in here and have a couple. All right. So first one, we're just going to try plain, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Or are we, are we waiting until we do the dipping first? Or we do we want to talk about... We don't have to score it yet, but... You know. All right. No, it was definitely very good. Yeah. Okay. Now let's do a dip. Right. Or are we doing the cream? We're going to do the cream. That's right. Now for the dip. Oh, God. It, there's that point where you hold it, it starts to like come apart. I think the milk lessened the flavor. Yeah. So yeah. I would definitely not recommend milk. It really absorbs, I think, a lot of the cinnamon and all yeah. that stuff. I agree. But on its own, it was really good. You know what was weird? What? The cookie was good. Mm-hmm. It was still good in the milk, but I, I agree it wasn't quite the same. I think my favorite part of this cookie was after eating the cream... Just eating the dry cookies. Like you were eating an actual snickerdoodle cookie? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely nails the the flavor. I really liked it. I'm trying to determine mentally right now if I want to give it a four or four and a half. So while you think on that. Because I don't think it's quite a five. Oh, no. It's really good, but I don't think it's a five. Well, go ahead, though. You were going to say something. So uh, when I was leaving to come over to try these, you said, you know, you should bring your own milk because mm-hmm. I drank out of the carton. Which, first of all, I do appreciate you saying, because we were just talking in there. But you didn't have to say anything. Yeah, I could have just let you drink yeah. milk that I had open mouth kissed. Yeah, which, <laughs> you know, is the kind of thing that if I ever found out about it, that would, that that could would be not a, sit that well could be with, a, with me personally. That could, that, that could uh, be a schism in the friendship, yeah. yeah. So that was nice. But so I, I on the way up, uh, I stopped for milk mm-hmm. at, uh, at Aldi. Yeah. They had good prices on milk. Uh, turns out all these usually generally pretty fairly priced yeah uh, but then i got in line and there were they only had two cashiers uh, and there was kind of a long line people have a lot of stuff in their car or whatever and then people were were line changing like people in the back were moving to this line you know as as they got yeah. shorter mm-hmm. which in principle i understand but it's very frustrating as a consumer so i'm gonna there's an interesting little factoid i don't know enough about it to answer very many follow-up questions but when I was in business school taking an operations class, there was a section in there about like efficiency. And they talked about line efficiency. Mm-hmm. And apparently there's different types of lines. One such line is named after, uh, I think it was Chem Bank. And it's the lines where there's one line with one entrance and exit point and multiple cashiers and just whoever's next goes to the next open line. I see. And this innovation started at a particular organization and is named after that organization. So there's like an entire field of study about lines and mm, line like history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I should say cues instead of Either lines. One. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I don't know any more about it. It was, it was one of those things that's like, wow, that's interesting. Maybe I'll read more about that. But I never did because... Yeah. Got its lines. It's how much can you possibly? Yeah, it's probably know, a pretty dry it. field, but still, though, it is. I mean, it definitely makes sense because I'm sure there's all kinds of research and, and behavioral studies and mm-hmm. all that. Was so, that, was did, that, was that that was it. Okay. That was it. Did you okay. have a, Did you settle on a number? <sighs> Give, tell me what you what you're going to rate it first, because I'm still struggling. Well, if if I rate it, you're just going to go higher than me. no, no. If you gave it a four. I would. I don't know if I give it a four and a half. I don't know yet. I'm still. But if you gave it, if you gave it a like, a, if you gave it a four and a half, I'd probably give it a four and a half. I'm not going to give it a four and a half. Right. What are you giving it? Then? So, I liked it. I like Snickerdoodles. So it 
frankly, would have been hard for them to mess up. Mm -hmm. The fact that I think the cream was a detriment to the cookie. See, I don't. I, I'm I'm intrigued by that because I don't understand why it's a detriment. Because I like so I just liked the dry cookie best. It was the most snickerdoodly flavor. <laughs> snickerdoodly and sounds like a Flanders one. It turns out that's what I liked more than the Fair. cream was the snickerdoodle. So, what, how did you feel about the bits in the in the cream? Oh, anytime you put bits of sugar in something that's that's a winner for me yeah but i like that too it's not on the oreo's done it enough where i don't think it's like it's a, not a novel concept i'm not gonna give point. it a bonus for yeah. it. it's just they did it this time mm -hmm. but it also didn't i don't know if it added like a lot of sweetness to it it just maybe was a little different texture well snickerdoodles have that on them but you probably couldn't put it on that's the true. cookie parts without yeah. it all falling off in that so that's where they had to put it. Probably. So I give them points for, for including all the elements of yeah. a snickerdoodle. But, yeah, I mean, to me it, it's a four. A pretty comfortable four. Yeah. I wasn't even considering a four and a half. I'm, I'm of two minds. Because, one, I don't know what else they could do to make it more snickerdoodle-esque. Really. Yeah, that that's to me that's Without just it not a, being an Oreo. That's just a shortcoming of what they're doing. Because if... Like, Snickerdoodle, I think, is one of my favorite cookies. And honestly, I don't think these Oreos stand up. They don't do Snickerdoodle, Snickerdoodle justice? Interesting. Not that they don't do it justice, just that they're not doing the same thing, which is fine. But, like... Snickerdoodles do have a unique, you know, like... Yeah. They're their own kind of cookie experience. But like, if That's I ever true. want a Snickerdoodle flavor, I'll just get the cookie. I'm never gonna... I'm not gonna seek this out over the, the genuine article. And that's just... I feel like I'm trying to justify a four and a half simply because it took so much time and effort to locate these that I want to make it feel like it was worth the journey. It, it would have been really funny. If they were terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily they weren't. Um, yeah, I'll go with a four as well. I do think it's the right answer. Yeah, I, I it was good. Like I said, it was definitely above average, really solid. I, I, I don't think, you know, if, you're, if, if the concept sounds intriguing to you, and you like Snickerdoodles and Oreos, this is probably realistically the best they could ever do yeah. to marry those two Definitely food try. items. Yeah. And honestly, just because we're not giving it a five doesn't mean you won't. You might become you know, frothing at the mouth obsessed like certain reviewers yeah. you on might the Oreo name website. Every part of your body a different Snickerdoodle in a different language. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it is pretty good. Honestly, you know, uh, even if it's not perfect, pretty darn good is, is not something yeah. to scoff at. So, all right. Well, we have one item left. Uh, it's kind of the dessert for our desserts, I guess. Yeah. It's a we, pretty sweet episode. Which I figured would happen. Like, Christmas yeah. or holiday-themed stuff like this usually skews around desserts and stuff. Yeah, well, I don't think we would have got a lot of salty. We could have probably snuck in a savory. Thing, Maybe. Like Maybe. a Christmas meat or... Yeah, but even then it'd be kind of hard to find something Christmas that's cheese. kind of... Oh, cheese. Yeah, I didn't really see much in the cheese department. Yeah, because I, well, I didn't, until just now, I didn't think of it, so. Really, the only thing I think of is, like, a tin of the popcorn flavors. Oh, yeah, that could have been But fun. everybody right. knows what that's like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not really, unless they had really strange flavors. You know what we should do? Uh, not to give away maybe where we're, where we're located, but in the area, in the city. <laughs> We've talked. People know. know where we are. But I don't, I, I mean, in a general sense. I don't want to give specifics. About what region. But anyway, there's a... We're equidistant from Kroger, <laughs> Giant Eagle, Sam's Club, Stop it! Aldi, and Meyer. 
yeah. in the central Ohio area. That one dude that like figures out where countries are based on like one cloud or one tree, he's gonna like <laughs> click us and find us in two seconds. Whatever person cracked the Oreo code, yeah, is gonna hear wind that we were making fun of them. They're gonna hunt us down. Look out! Uh, but I was gonna say there's there's a popcorn place. I don't know if it's kind of close to here or if it's. I know it's within like a, a decent drive. Like you know, like no more than ten minutes, fifteen minutes. It's a popcorn place that has all kinds of popcorn flavors. I mean, all kinds. We could do an episode with just those sometime and try different wacky popcorn flavors. Give mm-hmm. them a shout out. Because yeah. um, that's not like a, it wasn't like a chain. It's, I don't know if there's like multiple locations in we the see state. We see an something. online store. We send them an email. We say, hey, we have a podcast. Yeah. We'd like to sample your stuff. Oh, oh, that's brilliant. We moon cheese them. We moon cheese them? You say that like we're grifting them or something. How many, how many podcasts do you think have done a moon cheese episode? Don't look that up. I don't want to know. I want to feel like we're the well, only ones that Well, you know what? Have. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We definitely did not, I don't think. No one's told me that they've bought moon cheese. Since You've episode, bought moon cheese. But I have bought moon you, cheese. If exactly. Nothing else. So they've they've probably profited from that episode. No, they haven't. Yeah, you, that, there's no way that stuff... To ship that, all that? The, that? the shipping, maybe. but it's, So that's like $12 in shipping plus whatever it costs them to make it. I've spent, because uh, each bag is like 15 bucks, right? And I've got probably well, $100 guess, worth of cheese. Right. We'll call it even, Moon Cheese. <laughs> but uh, what was I even saying? I the forgot. popcorn. The popcorn, popcorn, yeah. We should, we should do that. And maybe we'll hit them up and see if they would be interested in... And that would be a, a second tip. vendor that yeah. we can put on our resume yes, for, the for the Sweets and Snacks next. Expo. Yes. Which we're, we're going to get to before this podcast ends. Yeah. I would, I, I would be more than willing to I will apply start again this a year. Brick and mortar snack business, <laughs> just a front <laughs> for us to get into an expo. Yeah, I like it. We file it. We file the business paperwork at the end of February. We say, hey, we're a new snack vendor in Columbus. I'm sorry. In no, it's Central okay. O- People know we're in Columbus. That's fine. <laughs> in Columbus, Ohio, we would love access to the sweets and snacks expo so that we can prepare our purchases for the upcoming fiscal year. We get in. May comes. We go to the Sweets and Snacks Expo. We talk about it. June, we shutter the business. We <laughs> file for bankruptcy. <laughs> it's like we were never there. Yeah. Brilliant. Now that I've said it, how hard would it be to just <laughs> file? Probably a... harder than it's worth. No. 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 So it's like a couple hundred dollars. We get all the licenses. We start an online snack business we do some some fake purchases we pay each other <laughs> the gang creates a front basically exactly it's not is it really even fraud we're not doing it for financial <laughs> you gains say it, we're but just is doing it even really lying if it's not no, for it's, a monetary gain it's lying that's it's not what still, i said i said is it fraud it's still fraud yes no, but well not not nothing that we'd be what are they gonna they're gonna come at the the sweet police are gonna come Maybe. to our door and say With you their candy lied. cane batons. <laughs> you lied on your, your expo qualification letter. Maybe. No, they don't care. Somebody might. I'm good. Here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> what I'm afraid is like we get in there and the lady who like emailed us the first time will be like, wait, those are those schmucks that tried <laughs> to get in with two viewers or listeners. That would be worth the trip. <laughs> Just if we the... got physically thrown out <laughs> of the Sweets and Snacks Expo. Because whoever answered our email the first time was so pissed off that we wasted their time. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like, if it was like the Simpsons episode where they go to the candy expo. 
we have like giant trench coats <laughs> full to the brim with candy and sweets and all that. Yeah. I do want to go so bad. That would be so. We're fun. gonna make it happen. Well, all we can do is hope and try. There's no hoping. We become a business. Okay. That sells. We're not a podcast business. No. We're we're a merchant. We're a retailer. Yeah. A candy retailer. What candy are we selling? Uh. Whatever is cheap to buy in bulk that we can list on. We'll, we'll sell. Cheap. We'll just sell purple nerds. That's the only flavor you can buy. We just call them purple nurples and sell them. <laughs> That'll be our business. <laughs> purple nurples, where you can buy all your purple nerds, uh, and then we'll buy one big wholesale. We'll buy like two hundred little boxes of purple nerds so that we have invoices, and then we'll have a single product listing on our website. <laughs> We can't. When we get sued by nerds for reselling their product without any, no, we buy them wholesale. We can sell whatever we want. Oh why God. would Why would they? What? Well, fine. We'll find a candy that has no <laughs> we, restrictions on resale. We'll get some Hydrox. <laughs> we'll just. We'll That's fix. it. That's it. We're, a, we're a <laughs> an official Hydrox affiliate. Okay. New plan. New plan. New plan. We file the paperwork. Independent of the Sweets and Snacks Expo, we become an official Hydrox affiliate. And then, as a bonus, we try to get into the Expo. Our, our company name is Hail Hydrox. <laughs> oh. We send in an email. Mr. Hydrox, thank you for taking the time to read this message. Oh. We might be the only people on Earth that hate Oreo as much as you do. <laughs> Together, <laughs> if we combine our forces, we can destroy the Oreo. We've each independently witnessed Oreo agents <laughs> depositing the hydrox cookies directly into the dumpster. We saw them tossing them into the river. <laughs> crates and crates of hydrox sinking to the bottom. <laughs> Till the bubbles stop. <laughs> all that, all that deliciousness just ruined a song. Oh boy! Also, I'm a big fan of Infowars. Please respond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they would bite. I think they would bite. They might. Almost as sure. So we'll have to make a new Gmail account. Just. We'll, well, we'll yeah, think we, of the we don't want to. We don't want to give away the whole plot here, but but uh, we're gonna get. We'll it. see you at the sweets and treats. You're goddamn Expo. right. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> last one. We should probably get to it. Yeah. Well, you get that. I'll. Put I'll get the away. ice cream. So we're. Oh, I, we didn't say we were, we were trying. So we found uh, pretty easily. Uh, you know how we did the little Debbie ice cream lineup sometime back in the fall, late well, fall, mid fall. Well, I certainly do. Oh yeah. Well, they they released again this year the. Christmas tree ice cream flavor. So we're going to give that a whirl to conclude the evening. I don't really have anything in terms of press release. Basically because they already had the lineup established and all that. There wasn't much more to add to it other than, hey, for the season we're releasing this. And I think this is the second year this has been available. I think I think mm. the, the Christmas tree flavor was something they did just as one of those partnerships with that ice cream company and then expanded into a whole lineup and now they're bringing it back so yeah uh let me grab those i'll grab some spoons and we'll we'll wrap this up with uh, a taste test of uh hopefully very satisfactory ice cream flavor for the holidays let's get to it all right oh yeah there's nothing better 
All right, so uh, uh, the, the design is appropriately Christmassy and basically recreates the packaging for the uh, tree cakes themselves. Yep, there's a little Santa Claus that is yep. a hard 180 from the Mountain Dew. And that's uh, like the version. same Santa they use on the packaging for the yeah. tree cakes. Let's see if there's anything. There's a little thing. A Celebrate little the beer. holidays with Hudsonville. Santa's favorite treat. Yeah. Two family-owned brands, Little Debbie. Oh, it's the same. So they've come together to craft this cold and creamy Christmas tree cake-inspired ice cream, making holiday moments even sweeter. I think it'll be good, but there's only one way to know for sure, so there we'll dive in here. We each have our own carton this time. I didn't want to yeah. force one of us to have to split it and figure that Especially out. Especially after the honey bun incident. Yeah. Which is pretty widely available. Yeah. Pretty easy to find, so. Ooh, man. I like the look of it. Yeah. What I'm nervous is that uh, it's just going to taste like the zebra cake one, even though it's got a Christmas look. Maybe. Because the Christmas tree cake doesn't have any special flavors. They're basically the same, just a different yeah. look. Yeah. It's possible. Here we and go. then where it's like red and green swirls. That's what we're... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Your tooth? Yeah. Did, did, did they ever figure anything out? Well, I have root canal on Monday. So this is the first sugary drink I've had since the diagnosis of Mountain Dew. The best soda for your teeth. Mm-hmm. Now we're having ice-cold Christmas tree ice cream inspired by the Little Debbie snack cake, preceded by Oreos and just straight Oreo cream dipped in milk. It's been mm-hmm. a, a, real, a real gamut for you. I like the little, it's like those little bits like the Snickerdoodle has. Yeah, I like these a lot. The Snickerdoodle, I honestly didn't really notice them. These, I think, are definitely adding. I think I've had enough. One more bite. There we go. I'm trying to find a piece of cake. I, I also noticed that it was... I thought for a second that it wasn't going to be in there. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. That's why I was. That's why I kind of like wanted to take a few more bites. What's the flavoring for zebra cake again? I think it's just like vanilla cake and that's cream. Right. It's what? There's like a cream in it. But it's just a little Debbie cream. I mean... It was solid. I wish there was more. I mean, I guess it's just the nature of the beast. The, the, the tree cakes themselves aren't the most flavorful. But... Uh, it's a nice solid like vanilla ice cream, the the green and red swirls. I really love, like I said, the little sugary bits. Oh yeah, that was when good. When I was a kid, I used to just eat those straight. Oh yeah, I can believe it. I would today, but but alas, I need a root canal, so <laughs> yeah. I gotta have to stop myself. Is it one of the teeth that they worked on before? Or is oh it... yeah, I still contend that they did not do a great job Sounds on like that side because yeah. the, every teeth that they worked on on that trip is had residual issues. Yeah. But My only real issue is that there's just not much uh, going on in terms of different kind of flavors. But it's very solid. Uh, it, I, I really was glad to find a piece of cake in there, which I, it may be something where just the very top, there's not much, but by the time you dig into here, you're going to get more yeah. cake bites. So I would say, if, I, if I'm comparing it to like the other flavors of the Little Debbie ice cream lineup, I'd put it like in the upper mid, because there were, what, six or seven other flavors? Yeah. But this would probably be in like the top four-ish, I think. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. I love the little sugar bits, which I do think, I mean, it's been a little, it's been a minute since I've had the zebra cake. Mm-hmm, but from what I remember, the flavor was... Just kind of whatever it was, just a vanilla yeah. ice cream, but it had a lot more cake bits and was more grainy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. This which, does not have any grain. Yeah. So thankfully, that, uh, I could see if you were turned off by the graininess, then you would want to give this one a try. Mm-hmm. And, and the sugary bits 
are on the the cake. I I know this because they have a picture of the cake on the carton, mm. and it's got the sugar bit. So not only do I does I think that's good for the ice cream, but it's also a thematic addition. And then they just have little red swirlies, which I yeah. assume is just food coloring. Yeah, it, it didn't have any distinct yeah. taste or anything. Um, but it did still have the cake, which I actually like. Yeah, I like it as long as it doesn't have the graininess, yeah. which it does not. So yeah. yeah, throw in some pieces of cake in there. That's so great. So for me, this one is a solid four. I wish the ice cream could do something better. But if this was just, if this did not have the Little Debbie logo, if it was just Christmas vanilla, and it had little sugar, green sugar bits and red swirlies and whatever the little cakes were. I would be happy. I would get it. And, uh, you know, knowing that it was inspired and it lives up to its namesake, I think, is give it a little thematic bump. You're going to be shocked. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Because I figured you thought I would give it like a four or four and a half. Well, um, you, well I mean... You... But, yeah, I, I think the only reason I don't give it something higher is because when you have a, a tree cake... There's that icing on it, and I don't really get any of that specific taste out of it. Yeah. I feel like that's missed a little bit. Like, And there's that cream filling in the, you know, you can see on the, in between the slices of cake, there's some of that. I wish I had something of that in there. I think if that was in there, it'd be a fantastic one. It's pretty good, but it's just, it's just missing that little bit of a little debbiness in it that, yeah. that I wish it had, but it's still good. So three and a half, and I'm not going to argue four, I think four is reasonable too. Uh, it's a good one. It's a really solid one. Again, yeah. the fact that alone that it's not grainy makes it so much more enjoyable. That with, really but killed... still with the cake. Yes, which is the nice. The combo. Mm-hmm. They've figured out the, well, the recipe. It's like the... Um, remember that one Van Leeuwen flavor? It was the royal cake or whatever? Yeah. That one. They, did that, they did that really well, too, where mm-hmm. it had the cake pieces without the graininess. Even it's... in the, the Earth, Planet Earth one. Yeah. They kind of had little the tea cakes. Mm-hmm. And so this this is doing the same thing. Avoiding the graininess. So if anything, if they could do this and, you know, kind of rejigger the zebra cake one, for example, that one would go up in a bit in my books as well. But uh, yeah, I think it's just something that would be very enjoyable, especially, you know, this time of year. It's got a very nice Christmassy theme. Not going to blow your socks off, but it's really good. I think I'm what, pleased. I'm pleased. What sells it as a four for me is I think relative to the snack cake that inspired it, I would rather have the ice cream. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I would agree if they just had more of that like icing mm-hmm. taste in there, but that's not a huge deal. But it's just that's the, that's that's why I'm docking at that half point. Yeah, but still good. Really, honestly, everything has been pretty solid today. Oh, the Lay's one was kind of whatever, but no, even that really wasn't good. bad. But overall, a pretty good lineup. Very very happy that they all turned out pretty solid for the most part. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite of the night? Your favorite item? The ice cream. I think the ice cream. I feel like yeah. that was yeah. Mine's probably the dew is the most interesting. I think the dew had the most that we could talk about and kind of think about and all that. I think the snickerdoodle is what I'm going to go with. I really enjoyed the snickerdoodle. Interesting. I think, yeah, I would put that third, I think. I know I rated it higher than the Mountain Dew, but I think the Mountain Dew was a more complete experience. Like the Mountain Dew, like, I, if I really love this flavor, this can would be empty by now, but there's yeah. still like a quarter, third yeah. left. Because it's, like I said, it's not chuggable, but it's good. It'll yeah. be something I enjoy and sip on over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Trouble with the snickerdoodle is it just, like, it's, it's good, but it's, you know, Oreo, they just, there's a bar on the ground, all they got to do is step over. It's a snickerdoodle Oreo. How can you possibly, and it's it's not like they didn't do anything that I didn't expect with it. It just tastes like a snickerdoodle Oreo. It was good, and that's, that's really all there is to say about it. It's, uh, 
the sum of the parts isn't isn't more than yeah, any the, individual. The sum of the parts is the sum of the parts. Yeah, it's it's exactly yeah, uh, disappointingly on brand. Yeah, if that makes sense. I I still I, I you know I get that I, I really enjoyed it though so I'm, yeah. I'm I'm excited to have more of those or enjoy what I can of them because there's only the one pack I'll ever see in my life apparently. Unless you go to Australia. And yeah, then or off Amazon, of eBay again. Amazon.au.nz.com. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that'll about do it. We This one's another long one. I know. I was thinking this week, like, man, I... Well, we'll be succinct to the point. We just can't stop yapping. I think it's we had so much buildup from not doing yeah, this for no. a while. Well, like this week, you're editing the episode that'll be released right before this one. I thought, man, I feel bad. Sticking in with yeah, that. I don't feel bad for you. Maybe I'll volunteer for the next two and just, you know, just to even it no, out. We're going to be this. you and Steven after this yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. I think I think this one will trim out a bit, too. So. Well, it's got Hydrox jokes in it. So this oh, that's, that stuff's staying for sure. By the time I edit it, I'll forget we did that. And then I'll be listening to it. <laughs> laugh I'll, all I'll over just again. laugh, yeah. yeah. Well, any parting thoughts before we, we, we wrap this up in a nice bow as if a present? For somebody under the tree. I was going to say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, yeah. Happy Holidays. Uh, in case we do not have another episode before the end of the year, Happy New Year as well. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll definitely be getting back into it once 2023 rolls around. Plenty of stuff again in the kitchen pantry to, yeah. to get through. And then, of course, all kinds of new stuff is always popping up here and there. Oh, so. yeah. Well, we're coming into Easter season and, oh, yeah. and it'll be pretty soon. That's one of our... You mean the big game? Yeah. And yeah, that's the thing is, I feel like it was it was interesting as as someone that's new to the well, not new in the sense of like liking to eat stuff, but like new in the sense of actually paying attention to like promotional flavors and brands and yeah. seasonal stuff. It does seem like there's kind of a lull from like after Halloween until the new year, yeah, outside of Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do think I imagine probably like first quarter there'll there'll be new stuff announced, and yeah, yeah like as you said, for the big game. There'll be stuff that people want to sell and promote yeah. as fun snacks for it and everything. And then we'll see where the rest of the year takes us. Yeah, and I'm excited. Speaking of the big game, last year was the year of the crypto commercial. Oh and boy. crypto has thrown itself off of a cliff. So I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll be real excited to see what the theme is this season. Yeah. Um, there's not like a, a current stupid scheme to get caught up in, I feel like. We've got almost two months yeah. To cook something up. So we'll see what dumb thing people buy into next. I hope it's something funny. That's yeah. all I can say. Remember NFTs? Yeah. Are those still prevalent? I feel like, I mean, there's still like, I'm sure there's still some people that are into it, but it feels like it really, it didn't collapse in the same way as collapse like, pretty cryptocurrency. Fast. The, the Bored Ape collection, I think, has it, it, plummeted. Also, a lot of celebrities are yeah. getting sued for oh, yes, involvement. And, Good for them. Yeah. Although, you know, I don't want to say that there shouldn't be compensation for people that were scammed, oh, genuinely yeah, no. scammed. But dear God, if you bought a butt ugly JPEG picture for <laughs> several hundred thousand dollars. What I really enjoy is like, you'll see those Reddit posts where it's like, am I the jerk for like investing my life savings? My wife is like really upset and is talking about leaving me because I've blown it for the whole family, but I think I'm going to be, we're going to be loaded in a few months. And then now you can imagine they're panhandling at the, at the street corner to probably double down. Yeah. Or they double down and just are living the life by themselves. Uh, with that, let's, let's just wrap it up. Uh, yeah. If you don't already follow us on social media, please. Thank we're you. on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Prizes inside. 
that's prizes, plural, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. inside. And no one took us up on this for Thanksgiving, but if you tweet at us or send us a message or an email on Christmas Day, who knows, maybe there'll be a drawing or a prize in it for you. Yeah, uh, don't don't take our word for that as like law, but it's not, there's a non-zero chance. We'll leave it at that. Not that it's, not that I'm saying it'll happen, but it, it might. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not even saying that anyone's going to do it because yeah. they didn't, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you're interested, you know, shoot us a message. Tell us what's going on. Tell us what you got yeah. for Christmas. What did you give for Christmas? Speaking of which, I need to send the prize pack to our winner from many moons ago. Yeah, that'll, we'd probably do better with fan engagement if we engaged back more yeah. regularly. <laughs> if we, if we, if we followed through on our promises. Yeah. 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 That's true. But, uh, you know, we'll do it this time. New year, new us. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, social medias. You can also send us an email. Yep. Prizesinside at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Maybe someday we'll get a, a website and everything. So that way we can just be info at prizesinside.com or yeah. Billy at prizesinside.com and Jeff at prizesinside.com. You can That's email right. each of us individually. See, or we can do like a Twilight thing where it's like Team Billy versus Team Jeff. One versus one. If like mom versus your mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the website's one of those where I'm like, we need a website. But like, God, where do you find time to make a website? It's, it's like, we could probably do a pretty uh, simple, like, you know, template that we just modify yeah. a bit and go from there. But then it's just like, ah, I don't want to. I know, but you get home from work and we got to record we got to edit yeah. two-hour episodes. <laughs> yeah, we're really, what is going on? Why can't we shut know. up? <laughs> Nobody wants to hear this much of us. I, I, I'm just... I'm exhausted about us already. I'm just kicking myself in the pants down the road because yeah. I'm the one that's going to have to do it. We're this. talking about it more and more instead of ending it. Yeah. It's some weird, like, snake eating its tail <laughs> thing. It's just going to be some, like, 24-hour episode or something. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll wrap it up now. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. And Happy New Year. In case this is the last episode of 2022. It's been a lot of fun. And excited to see where the next new year takes us. Should be a good time. Yeah, hopefully. I've thought that before and been very wrong. But this yeah, is 2019 the <laughs> into 2020 was like, this is going to be a great year. Things are starting off on the right foot. And yeah, then it really was a great night. Yeah. Yeah. So, we had a great New Year's party as, as a yeah. bunch of friends together. And it was, it was, you know, it felt like just things were, everything was coming up Millhouse and then not so much. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm Billy. I'm Jeff. And they were surprised inside. No. Mm-hmm.